0: Hey, good morning, faithful listeners. Thanks for tuning in to the Bible Explained podcast with your host, Jen. And we're going to be talking about Luke chapter 12 today and finishing it up. But before we do that, I'll give you a little update on my internet. I've got nothing now. I used to be able to kind of browse, like I was, the pages would load really slow, but I could browse the internet. Now I just got nothing. Nothing is popping up. So that has slowed me down a little bit at P40. Thankfully, I can still record episodes and I have the Bible downloaded on my phone so I can read it to you guys, but it has slowed me down a little bit at P40 Ministries not being able to do as much as I normally do. But I'm looking on the bright side because I have been able to get more stuff done around the house. So it's a blessing in disguise, I suppose. So let's go ahead and talk about Luke chapter 12, verses 49 through 59. We'll finish up this chapter today, and I'll be reading on the WEB version as I always do. But please feel free to grab your Bible and to read out of the version that you prefer to read out of and also grab your cup of coffee this morning. And let's go ahead and start. I came to throw fire on the earth. I wish it were kindled already. But I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how distressed I am until it is accomplished. Do you think that I have come to give peace in the earth? I tell you no, but rather division. For from now on there will be five in one household divided, three against two, and two against three. They will be divided. Father against son and son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against her mother, mother mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. He said to the multitudes also, When you see a cloud rising from the west, immediately you say, A shower is coming, and so it happens. And when a south wind blows, you say, There will be a scorching heat, and it happens. You hypocrites! You know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky. But how is it that you don't interpret this time? Why don't you judge for yourselves what is right? For when you are going with your adversary against the magistrate, try diligently on the way to be released from him, lest perhaps he drag you to the judge, and the judge deliver you to the officer, and the officer throw you into prison. I tell you, you will by no means get out of there, until you have paid the very last penny. This passage of scripture basically goes against everything that modern culture wants to tell you about Jesus. Everything about the modern day culture or pop culture wants to say that Jesus was a hippie, Jesus was a liberal, Jesus was this, he was a lawbreaker, he was that, he was whatever modern culture wants to say about Jesus. But here we go here. He says, Do you think that I have brought peace to earth, that I'm coming to give peace to earth? That's what he says in verse 51. He says, no, but rather division. So the fact is, Jesus did not come to earth to bring peace, rather division. And Jesus himself said that and this is not the first time that this was recorded him saying that i believe this was also said back in matthew or mark maybe but i think we talked about this before where jesus said he was coming to bring the sword you know division he was not coming to bring peace to the world but someday yes he will bring peace because he is going to be called the prince of peace but that's when he comes again the second time and uh All that takes place and then he finally brings peace to the earth but from the time that he came until now and beyond and whenever he comes back again there is no peace there is going to be division which is why persecution is gonna happen against Christians why there's always going to be conflict regarding Jesus and why the churches themselves can't agree on anything anymore it's because Jesus brings division He brings the truth and people don't like to hear the truth. I'm going to say that I also don't like to hear the truth when I am wrong and somebody tells me I'm wrong. I don't want to hear it. I want to say, no, you're wrong for telling me I'm wrong. (laughs) And that's just human nature. We don't like to be told the truth. We don't like to be told what we're doing is wrong. And Jesus does that with all of his words that were recorded from then to now jesus tells people that they are wrong and they don't want to hear that so instead they say no he is a person that says judge not lest you be judged and yeah he did say that but that verse is taken so out of context and we've we've talked about that verse a handful of times that verse is taken out of context and that's not really what it means that we're never allowed to judge somebody so we have to be very careful With listening to popular culture about Jesus, instead, we got to go to the Bible and read it and see what these passages say and see what came out of Jesus's own mouth, that Jesus did not come to bring peace. He came to bring division. And right here, the cool thing about this is we often say, oh, Jesus was only targeting the Pharisees when he was saying, oh, you hypocrites, you fools. He was targeting those religious people over there. Well, guess what? right here he is targeting the multitudes he's not targeting the pharisees at all there might have been pharisees in this but he was targeting the multitudes actually pretty much all through luke 12 when he is talking to these people pharisees are not around that we know of there is no recorded pharisee in the book of or in the chapter of luke chapter 12. so he is targeting the multitudes here he actually says that they are fools or hypocrites in verse 56 so the fact is jesus didn't just target the untruth of the pharisees he targets all untruth all across the board all untruth jesus targets so no jesus is not this hippy dippy kind of mamby pamby dude that walks around and is just like love everybody you know and yeah he does say love everybody like don't don't get me wrong He absolutely says you have to love people, but sometimes loving people requires telling them the truth. And you can't tell somebody the truth without judging first that they are doing something contrary to the truth. So we need to make sure that we are being like Jesus and targeting all untruth, no matter who the person is, no matter what they are doing. And Jesus does an excellent balance of this as well. I've said before, I think it was the episode of Salty French Fries that I did back in Leviticus. Um, I can't remember what chapter that was. I think Leviticus 21, where I had Steve Marston on the podcast with me. And we talked about grace and truth. You have to have both grace and truth together. Otherwise, if you have too much grace and not enough truth, you end up affirming people rather than telling them the truth. But if you have too much truth and not enough grace, you end up turning people off to what the truth really is. So there has to be a mixture of both grace and truth. So Jesus had this. Jesus was excellent at telling people the truth very gracefully. So that is why sometimes when people don't read the scriptures, they say, oh, Jesus was this, this loving person that never told anybody that they were wrong. But the fact is, those people aren't actually reading the scriptures. They're not actually reading that Jesus calls the multitudes, you fools, you hypocrites. So Jesus tells people the truth. He tells people to go and sin no more. But let's go ahead and dig a little bit deeper into what Jesus is saying here. So in verse 49, it says, I came to throw fire on the earth and I wish it were already kindled. So Jesus came to earth to throw fire on it. And fire is not very peaceful. (laughs) And he wishes, wishes that it was already done. That's what he says, because he is about to die. And he says, I have a baptism to be baptized with, and I am distressed about it until it is accomplished. So Jesus, at this point in time, has not died yet. He has not died to forgive people of their sins, and he is distressed. His soul is distressed that he has to do this, and he wishes that it were already done. And so in verse 51, that this is where he goes into, Do you think I have come to give peace in the earth? And that's what people back in Jesus's day believed. And honestly, that's kind of what people believe nowadays. But it's not true. Jesus did not come to bring peace on earth yet. Rather, he came to bring division. And this would have been very contrary to what people back in these days thought. They thought that Jesus was coming as a warrior, as a majestic prince that was going to basically slay all the nations and build Israel up and bring everlasting peace for Israel. This is what they believed. And Jesus is saying, no, that's not what I came to do. Rather, from now on, there's going to be division until I come again. There's going to be division in households even, where three are going to be against two, and two are going to be against three because two of those people in that household are going to believe in Jesus and believe Jesus's words. And then three are not going to believe in Jesus and not believe in his words. And they're going to constantly be divided. They're going to be in strife. It says father is going to be against son and son is going to be against father. Mother is going to be against daughter and daughter against mother. This kind of division is going to happen. And unfortunately, I can think of many households That have this type of division, even within my own family, there is, there is a lot of division like that all over the world, within Christian families and non-Christian families, there is division over Jesus because some people in those families believe in Jesus and others do not. In fact, my pastor, if uh, he's, he's very public about his story, but his dad was an atheist who hated Jesus And so the son was against the father and the father was against the son in that household because obviously my pastor went to go be a pastor. (laughs) And from my understanding of his story, and he would obviously be able to tell it better, his dad was not too happy about that from my understanding. And so, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of division that Jesus brings is people are divided against who he is. They are divided against their own beliefs of whether or not he is God. And the Christians who believe he is God are going to be divided against the the people who do not believe he's God. And then on top of that, even more so, people in the church are going to be divided because some people are going to have different beliefs about Jesus than other people are going to have uh, different beliefs about Jesus. And then there's going to be those fake Christians that come into churches and try to cause division and are only doing it for their own gain. And of course, those are false Christians that it's, it says in the Bible to watch out for. But then they're going to cause division. So there's so much division across the board regarding Jesus. So we have to remember that there is going to be trouble on earth until Jesus comes again. And it has to be that way. Because people have to come to Jesus on their own. They have to accept who Jesus is. They have to. And if Jesus just came to earth again prematurely, there'd be so many people out there that did not believe in his words. And then there's an actual verse about that where it says, Jesus is not delaying his coming. He is being gracious. God the Father is being gracious towards people and allowing them to come to Jesus on their own before Jesus comes back as a warrior this time to punish people who did not believe in him. So it has to be this way until Jesus comes again. So right after Jesus says this, in verse 54, he starts speaking again to the multitudes. And so he starts talking about the weather. He says, when you guys see a cloud rising from the west, you say a shower is coming. And it happens. And he says, when the south wind blows, you know it's going to be a hot day. And it happens. So then he says to the to the crowds, he's like, so how come you fools know how to interpret the weather But you can't even interpret what time it is right now. In other words, what Jesus is saying is he's saying that the multitudes don't recognize that Jesus is the Messiah, that Jesus is God. He says, you're so good at interpreting the weather, but you can't even recognize that I am here with you guys, that God's kingdom has come to earth for you guys. And I mean, that's just that's not just people back then. That's people nowadays as well. I mean, that's everybody. We're really good at doing certain things, but terrible at doing other things. (laughs) We're good at telling the weather. I mean, I have my weather app and I mean, it's not always accurate, but 10 days from now, I can see what the weather might be. (laughs) And a lot of times it is accurate, shockingly. So yeah, I mean, we can interpret the weather very well, but we don't see the signs of Jesus coming back. We don't recognize Jesus. We don't recognize the logic of Jesus being God. Instead, uh, pop culture wants to say that certain things are evil and certain things are good and it's all twisted and and broken and messed up. Because without the Holy Spirit, people are terrible at interpreting the scriptures. They're terrible at understanding the way they should live that's the most healthy for them. So yes, Things are going to be all messed up until Jesus comes again. So really, we should be excited about Jesus coming again and not fearful of it because Jesus then is going to bring peace and he's going to bring truth and he's going to make everything right again. And here's verse 57. He talks about this exact thing, how we can't, we're so bad at figuring out what is right for ourselves. He says in verse 57, why don't you judge for yourselves what is right? Right? He says, you guys don't do it. You don't judge for yourselves what is right. He says, for when you are going with your adversary before the magistrate, he says, why aren't you guys trying to to bring peace in that situation? When you owe somebody something and they're about to take you to the court, why are you arguing? Why can't you judge for yourselves what is right before going to the court about it? Why can't you do that? This is what he says. And so he says, just do your best to settle the matter quickly outside of court before that person takes you to the court. The judge rules against you. You go to prison and then you're not going to get out of prison until you pay the very last cent of what you owe. So Jesus is telling people not to be foolish here. Don't be foolish. Interpret, interpret what is right. And the only way we can do that is having the Holy Spirit, how we have to have it. And how we have to access the Holy Spirit in order for us to be guided in the correct way. And that is the smartest thing we can do is have the Holy Spirit inside of us, living inside of us. And we can only do that if we invite him in. If we believe in Jesus, believe in what Jesus did for us, believe that Jesus rose again on the third day and is living, we can invite the Holy Spirit in through Jesus's free gift of salvation. And when we understand that free gift, we have access to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit teaches us the right way to live. All right, friends, well, thanks so much for tuning into this episode. And if it convicted you in some way, then please share it on your social media platforms. And awesome, I'm glad that this episode was able to convict you in that way. And so you know what? I really hope that you guys are being patient with me, especially for those of you who listen on the YouTube channel, because of the fact that I have not been able to upload any more videos for a while. But hopefully in a week or so, we'll be able to figure that out, and I can get the YouTube channel up and running again, the Facebook page up and running again, and all that good stuff. friends you know what if you want to support this ministry in any way then go purchase a t-shirt from the t-shirt shop p40ministries.com shop and you can get one of those t-shirts that i designed or you can go over to amazon and purchase one of the three books that i have published over the past couple years which is out of the meyer devotional which is a study about joseph or you can purchase one of the two alive coloring devotional set and those are available on Amazon, and as I always do, I will make sure to drop a link in the bio of the podcast episode so you can navigate over there and take a look at everything. But you know what, friends? I love hearing from you all, so please contact me at p40ministries.com slash contact. Start a conversation. I'd love to get to know you. I'd love to know where you're from and just any of that good stuff. But you know what? I won't uh, talk your ear off any longer. I'll just let you guys go. So have a wonderful rest of your day. Happy listening, and God bless.